What's up, everybody? I got a brand new hour of stand-up material. Go to chrisdcomedy.com for Ticket Wikis. I only have a few shows left to end out this tour. We have January 12th in El Cajon, California. That's the San Diego area. January 13th, the Wiltern in Los Angeles. If you do not start buying tickets for the Wiltern in Los Angeles, I will cancel it. Don't tempt me. <laughs> February 2nd, the historic Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. I love you guys so much. What a great space. February 3rd. We are in the Warner Theater in Washington, D.C. Did I say Nashville, Tennessee for the Ryman? You did. Okay, because I, I, all right. Because Nashville, Tennessee, and Washington, D.C. sounds similar in my head. But February <laughs> 2nd is in Nashville. February 3rd is in Washington, D.C. And then we round it all out February 8th at the Grand Sierra Resort, Resort in Reno, Nevada, where I will get a prostitute. ChrisDComedy.com <laughs> for Tiki Wiki's brand new hour of standard material. Then we're going to shoot it as a special and move on. So go get the Tiki Wikis. Thank you. MikeCannonComedy.com for all of my dates. Thank you so much to the Chaos fans for coming out to the shows. It's been super cool seeing you. December 29th, I'm going to be at Lansing, Michigan in a yoga studio. That's right. Stretch while laughing. Hilltop Yoga, <laughs> December 29th. December 30th, I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan at the Midtown. Come out to that. New Year's Eve again. It's a it's an amateur hour, so get your partying in. Start the year off fresh with a positive attitude. January 6th, come celebrate the holiday. The holiday, Pottstown, mm -hmm. Pennsylvania, at Soul Joel's Comedy Dome, January 11th through the 14th. I'm in Tampa, Florida, for the Sunshine Comedy Fest, and then to end up January, January 25th, I'm in Las Vegas at Wise Guys Comedy, and then the 26th and the 27th, I'm in Chandler, Arizona. Shout out Matthew Perry in the Phoenix area. Four shows, Mike Drop Mania. Tickets at MikeCannonComedy.com. What's up, everybody? Merry Christmas. This is our Christmas present to us and to you. We have a brand new studio. We are coming to you live from the Slam Magazine headquarters in Long Island City, Queens, New York. This is our new home. We hope you love it. It's amazing. Thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to do Chrissy Cast the way we always want to do it with a picture of Brittany Griner behind me. <laughs> right? Yeah. Dude, you look good. You look outstanding, and I'm enjoying the position your body is taking. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Ooh, Christmas. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> if you believe Jesus was born today, I do believe. Shout out the case for Christ. Happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday, JC. Now, what I did is because obviously, you know, as always, for the last 10 years, I celebrate a very Puerto Rican Christmas. Mm -hmm. I am Puerto Rican. My mother-in-law made coquito. Oh. So here we go. Um, nice. And then people are saying, well, you're not married. Well, you can say mother-in-law in the Puerto Rican culture as long as you have kids <laughs> yeah. with a woman. That's what it is. So we have coquito. That's now, Mike has been five years sober, so we yeah. got him a glass of milk. That's right. Here we go. Look at that. Oh, it's nice and thick. Uh, who has a joke? Oh, and by the way, of course, as always, I'm going to say it every week. We are coming to you live from the Slam Magazine headquarters right here in Long Island City, New York. Shout out Slam Magazine. Do yourself a favor. Get a Slam Magazine subscription. That would have been an excellent Christmas gift. So instead, get it right now and get yourself a Slam Magazine subscription for Valentine's Day. And for all of 2024. So here we go. So here we got some coquito. Um, cheers. Cheers to you. Merry Christmas. Merry folks. Christmas. 
Oh, that has been oh. sitting out for a while. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> it's just not even remotely let me, refreshing. Let me tell you something. Abolita made that coquito a strong. <laughs> Christy coquito is going to be a whack. Who wants coquito? Tommy? Vito? Yeah. Here we go. Get. Take some coquito. Damn. Here we go. Imagine I'm like, fuck it. Let's go. That's Let's for everyone. Let's go for now the pod. She, now, the coquito, she did want me to prep it. She said I had to, especially if we were going to do this on camera, that she said exactly. She goes, I don't have, didn't have all the ingredients that I normally make it with, but that is still good. Do you know? But that, it's not, but she is up, she isn't conscious about it's not the all the ingredients. So FYI. For you, does it taste any different or it does tastes, it taste like the best one you've ever had? It tastes like the best one I've ever had. My mother-in-law is an amazing cook. Yeah. And I've ne- and she cooks like Spanish food and stuff. It's so good. Where like Jasmine almost gets mad at me because I'm like, can your mom like, like people <laughs> yeah. just cookie those? Like, did you make it or did your mom make it? She's like, what's the difference? I'm like, there's a huge difference. <laughs> Mother-in-laws <laughs> are also out, right? They're outstanding at setting a low bar for themselves, even though they know they just outdid themselves. Yeah. Like my mother-in-law will be like, Oh, this is like one of my worst ZDs. I'm sorry, I didn't have like all the things. And then she gives it to you and you're like, this is like off the boat from Italy and I've never enjoyed anything more. Yeah. You just completely psyched me out with your rhetoric and now I want to go down on you. Yeah. <laughs> That's the clip, folks. My Kenneth saying wants to go down on his mother-in-law. We didn't stop the fire. <laughs> That was another song. That's good. There's that's different than that's like there's got some hints of stuff that I haven't had in No, so she she's unbelievable. Since, you know, drinking if you even if you're not Puerto Rican, do yourself a favor and drink coquito today. Mm-hmm. It is I personally think, you know, every culture brings something, but as far as the alcoholic beverage of choice, right. I think coquito is number 1. Yeah, it's also like the thing I like about it that I've I've, I've drank it before is you can't overdrink it. You know what I like? Your body physically stops you from consuming it because it's it's like having a milkshake. Yeah, it's heavy. Yeah, so you just like you either have to switch to something or just give up entirely. Drinking coquito is always an amazing experience for me because it's it's you know it's a Puerto Rican drink, so you get buzz. So I'm always horny with diarrhea <laughs> when I drink coquito because the milk in it just mm-hmm. explodes you. But then anything yeah. Puerto Rican just makes me horny. Now, oh. You've been you've been with Jazz for a few years now. Ten do years. New, do you have new Puerto Rican Christmas traditions outside of coquito? Like, what are you doing today? Well, every tradition, every year she gets pregnant. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I would say that's one is making more Puerto Ricans. Yeah, um, Santa, Santa has to decide on Plan B or a real present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the tradition usually is is the same thing happens every year. Is at about seven six thirty in the morning, I'm woken up hungover from Christmas Eve because Jasmine, for the 10th year in a row, forgot to get the cinnamon rolls from the supermarket because when she the kids wake up Christmas Day to open up their presents, she always has fresh cinnamon rolls baking. That's a good idea. It's amazing, but she always forgets the night before to get them, so I always have to run to the store <laughs> in my pajamas and get them. It's a tradition <laughs> It's a tradition that she started that entirely relies on you. That 100% is my fault that, when I don't, when it doesn't happen. Dude, right. that is like women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that is women entirely where they have a great idea. This is what we're going to do. I'm the mother of the year. Look how much I care about my family. By the way, you do the like yeah, work. Yeah, you do the like <laughs> By the way, I got to be honest with you, and I know the fans at home are feeling the same. Mike Cannon's chest hair is turning me on. You like it? Yeah, dude. That's right? the first time I've heard that in my entire life. People have been really off-put about this. My like, forever. When you say people, do you mean your wife? My wife, mostly. <laughs> she doesn't like that you have chest hair? It's not even that it's not. It's it's the kind of chest hair. I have like basically like sporadic daddy long leg legs just 
just stapled to my chest. Right. It's not a real man patch. Like it's just right. she does this and she's like, Did you have like chemo today? Like, are you all right? <laughs> What's happening? And it's also grows in the perfect pattern of just the Superman emblem. Right. And then stops, and then I have pure barbed wire fencing around my nipples. Right. <laughs> are we allowed to show that? Yes. Is that gonna get bleeped? Pull it out. Yeah. Like, wow. Look at that. Look at that. Mm. that is Rikers. That's long. Right? Yummy. Should yummy. I shave that? But when I shave it, my nipples look weird. When don't nipples look weird? I get. I don't know. I've seen some good ones though. My friend has some real tight dime sized nippies. I love nipples. I'm. I'm more. People say, "Are you a boob or a butt guy?" I'm a nipple guy. I am a nipple guy as well. More, way more so than boob. It's got to be. I like a real good nipple, and a nipple could ruin a perfect tit. Exactly, and that's the th- that's the problem for me with fake boobs. Is I know they're beautiful, and ladies, fellas, if you want fake boobs, you do it. I support you, but you always have. They always have, they have to remove the nipple and then sew it back on, and that. Blow, that that yeah. ruins it for me. Which scar do you prefer? Do you prefer the underscar or the nipple scar? The underscar. For me, it's the no, underscar no because I don't want you to disparage the nipple. I don't want my nipple messed up. Interesting. The, I want. I, I want. I like an underscar. So, do they? Isn't there a technique where they like go in through the armpit now? Like, there's a whole different just set of rules for new titties. But I think I'm a <laughs> I'm a nipple guy because I do like it's almost like, you know, the the grass length from <laughs> from rough to fairway to green. I like that there's a little bit of a raised scar around yeah. it so I know exactly when I'm on the bullseye. Dude, I was with a girl once and she had like a botched like she was beautiful and yeah. she had nice fake boobs, but when she took her shirt off, she had so many her her boobs look like Bane's back in Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I was born lopsided. Yeah. She goes, take them. Take them. Take back the shit. Take back the titty. It's yours. <laughs> you should do Bane accents. That, yeah. All right, that's the next one. Do it. <laughs> no, well, they, don't, they haven't heard it. That's a sneak peek for next hey, that, week. I didn't, I didn't say what I meant. That's yep. a sneak peek for ne- next week's New Year's episode. Just know we're coming to you live from Dublin, Ireland. That's right. And I'm really curious how it's going to land with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I am fully expecting some comments. Now, listen. Christmas, you know, what is your Christmas tradition? Do you have one for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day? What's bigger? Christmas tradition, since I've been married... My like my wife is Italian, so she does the seven fishes. Right. So that's the best, right? My family, since we got married... <laughs> introduced music into an Italian household, which did anybody like play music when you guys grew, like an actual instrument? Like, like play the piano and you guys <laughs> no, gather around and sing? My family is retarded. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how I that's also how I grew up. Like I, I was that on that dork kid that like sang for company. Right. I was like doing romantic duets with my older sister and harmonizing while making eye contact with <laughs> right. a full erection. Right. But you know, but so now my wife's Italian family is just like so not musical but then my sister started coming playing piano guitar all that stuff and they're like this is nice all of them have been you know just introduced to art for the first time yeah so we do that and then christmas day i go up to my sister's all of this is great because my childhood Christmases were just, you know, Tim Burton presents Christmas. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's a full nightmare. Now, how many gifts do you get for your son? I mean, we always say that we're not, I mean, the four years old, I don't know about you, but four years old was my 
best Christmas. It's still the Christmas that no other Christmas has ever lived up to. Really? You remember when you were four? Well, because I got a 1986 M1 Mongoose. Whoa. Like a BMX bike from watching the movie Rad Forever. I was obsessed with it. I think I had a Huffy that I popped the training wheels off of, and I was really riding around. But I was obsessed with that movie, and my parents bought me a Mongoose, and that's the bike from the movie. And I was like shaking, losing my mind, can't believe it. And since then... Just, I mean, also, I've had my dad throw a fully dressed Christmas tree out of the door like it's DJ Jazzy Jeff on December, <laughs> on December 26th. So, you know, <laughs> not all of them were the same. But, yeah, but that's the it, one. It's amazing because just from, like, doing this episode, I'm, I'm, you know, like, you have a very good memory of, like, your childhood and stuff like that. You remember? I don't remember. Like, I couldn't tell you one Christmas gift I got. Really? I couldn't tell you one. Do you have a moment? So I only have a good memory about certain things because I can't. <laughs> it happens. Drink it too. You're drinking a glass of milk like you're an Amish farmer. Dude, that, that just absolutely ruined this chair. <laughs> Don't say I that. forgot these aren't our chairs. <laughs> We're coming to you live from Slam Magazine. We're slamming ass in the chairs. Listen, you don't do anything alone. You're my brother. <laughs> Oh, that, I pushed. Wait, check the seat. <laughs> that is just a just a nice Christmas cookie on the cushion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am pouring sweat. Um, so I only have like I I, I can't like I can't recall mo- like if somebody said tell me a story about your childhood, I have none. But right. if somebody's like, tell me a story that involves this, like Christmas or something like that, then that'll help add context and I'll remember some stories. But like, I remember, did you ever have a Christmas where like you accepted a gift really poorly? If I asked you how many subscriptions you currently have, would you be able to tell me? Like the exact number, not just a ballpark, because I absolutely would not be able to tell you. Listen, I'm a comic, so I'm constantly downloading apps, captioning apps, editing Lord knows, I am paying anywhere between $10 and $35,000 per month in apps I do not use. Well, guys, you don't have to do that. And apparently I don't either. Because Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spendings, and help spendings, your multiple spendings, and helps lower your bills. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. And my entire life is about avoiding conversations with people. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. It's like having your own personal collection. Wow, that's great. All you do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. What are you going to do with all of your riches, your newfound funds? It's yours to do with what you will. How exciting is that? So guys, stop wasting monies on monies. Stop wasting monies, multiple monies on things you don't use. How many times have I misspoke during this ad read, but I believe you still get the point, guys. Rocket money. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash chaos. C-H-A-O-S. That's rocketmoney.com slash chaos. Rocketmoney.com slash chaos.
Um, no, the only thing I have with that is when me and my cousin, we used to open up Chris, the way it works in my family is the youngest will open up gifts and then it goes all the mm. way to the oldest. So, and it would be funny, like watching like my oldest aunts, like try to make believe they're not the oldest. It's like, I know you're older. <laughs> so, 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 but I remember opening up the gifts once and I got like, you know, good gifts. Like I was eight, nine years old. And then my, one of my cousin, my female cousin had said at some point in the year that she really loved night shirts. Uh -huh. She loved wearing night shirts and every single aunt and uncle got her different night shirts and every gift she opened was just another night shirt. And by the sixth night shirt, she was hysterical crying, opening up the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> she just had a pile of night shirts and it was like these oversized like Disney princess night shirts yes. that she hated so much that my mom felt so bad that she took some home for me and then for the first three months of that year I slept in Disney princess night shirts <laughs> I bet they were comfy as fuck dude comfy as shit my yeah. daughters now sleep in Disney princess night shirts and sometimes I think about that I'm, I might ask Jasmine for like get me a Disney princess night shirt I bought night shirts from Alaska so if you go up to Alaska or any kind of fat oh state God, in general <laughs> Any kind of cold state where people feel like they need to stay warm with that stuff, they sell the oversized nighty shirts. Dude, there is, as far as a Christmas gift goes, I know like people say like, oh, hats, gloves, scarves, that's what like grandma and grandpa and moms and dads get you, which is fine. I appreciate it. But a pair of real pajamas? Yeah. Because I am always like, oh, I'll just sleep in my boxers. I don't yeah. care. But when you put on actual real pajamas, you do get a better sleep. A hundred percent. I'm jealous of my son's like nighttime attire. All the matching sets that he has, I would completely rock that as well. But it's the same thing as like, I just grew up going full blown commando with basketball shorts, like old basketball shorts, and that's how I sleep. Right. I don't do pajamas because I just didn't grow up comfortable that way. You yeah. Know? But dude, I remember my, my grandparents, by the way, my dad's parents would just routinely buy me triple XL sweat, sweatshirts right. that couldn't possibly fit on like a grown man, let alone an eight year old boy. And I just have to kind of grip my teeth through that. Like, Thank <laughs> you guys. <deal laughs> you with don't it. even know how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> but I, I did, uh, I watched my dad. I gave my dad a gift. Like the first year I could have a job when I was like 13, 14, I bought everybody gifts. And it was a big deal for me because I was like, oh, this is the first time I'm putting my own money into this. I feel like a grown up. And I, my dad was into golf and I got him all these golf gifts, like, you know, a, a, a green finder, distance measurer, indoor putting green, all this stuff. And he uh, went through it and was like, oh, don't need this. Don't need this. I guess. Maybe no, 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 <laughs> just like threw away the only everything. Gift. So I've just had just trauma based on just giving people gifts my entire life. Yeah. And now all I do is go above and beyond and spend way too much money. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. Uh, same with me. And I, as much as I tell myself, by the way, this time of year, and I think it's a lot for most people, because yes, it's the spirit of giving, which I get and all that, but I am stressed out. I, yes, we, Vito's walking in, Vito the coquito pour. Um, I am walking in stressed out mm -hmm. because I'm like, I have a family where I get it. It's giving where like, there's a lot of kids and aunts and uncles and we have to buy for everyone. I'm like, why don't we just buy for the kids? Oh yeah. I, I thank you. Buddy. No, you should make it. You should actually, make a family rule. Yeah. That's like, cause that we've already decided that we're like, Hey, yeah. like we're okay. like a $50 limit for adults yeah. and then kids are whatever. But like, we can't yeah. be buying yeah, can't be buying yeah. everybody's shit, dude. Coquito, this is like Mark Anthony's come. <laughs> um, um, so, so I um yeah I would, but I'm the thing with me though is I still to this day am very uncomfortable 
being even telling my, members of my family what I actually mm -hmm. want, including my mother. Like I yeah. want to tell my mom, hey, why don't we just buy for the kids? Everyone will get, why don't we as adults, you know what we should do as adults? We're all adults. Let's all chip in and I'll even be the one to go get it. Let's get like a $500 bottle of wine or two of them and we'll, yeah, yeah. And we'll enjoy them like a nice bottle of wine for the adults that we all agree upon. I'll go be the one to go pick it up and that's where we spend our money as opposed to individually wrapping. Yeah. And I'm into like family gifts, like for Christmas, for Jasmine, I was like, you know what? Rather than you and I getting each other gifts, which obviously I say that, but like I have to get her a gift. Of course. But I was like, I got us a really dope coffee machine. Yeah. Like a new coffee, like a, a, a Williams and Sonoma dope coffee machine. I'm like, this is a good family gift for the both of us. You know, the kids you can't do that with. I get that. But it is so stressful. First of all, the bags of stuff I have to come home with and then find a place for, it's kind of like you're just passing off. Like well, now of, they're looking for it, right? Like Delilah's looking but for the Christmas kids gifts. I get. The kids I want to stay innocent with, I get. I will buy, but it's like when I have to come home with bags of stuff for me and Jazz, or you're making me now get used to it, none of it's not like I don't think that that's right about it at all. Right. Well, and not to mention, it's like what you just said, where Nicole and I have come to similar agreements where we're just like, uh, you know, we're not. We're not going to get each other anything. Let's do like something right. together, an experience or whatever. Let's save our money. And then we share an Amazon account and I'll see she ordered like $350 worth of dog shit for me. Right. And I'm like, well, I guess I got to match that plus the thing we agreed right. upon. Yeah. So that entirely went out the window. Dude, I can't tell you the, the last the last four. This is birthday. The last four birthdays Jasmine has had. I've gotten we went to. Uh, I had shows in Laguna Beach, California. So we stayed at this really like beautiful resort. Lauren Conrad. Yeah, Lauren Conrad, Laguna Beach. Then we went to freaking, um, then the next one was we went to, uh, where did we go? My full dick and balls, yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs> we was... went to, oh yeah. We went to Puerto Rico. We went to Puerto Rico. Then the next year we went to Italy. And now this year we're supposed to be going to Dubai because I might be doing the Dubai Comedy Festival. I have one show in Dubai. It's on her birthday. Wednesday, April seventeenth. Wow. That's yeah. sick. It's just wild. And then the last two years, she still complained because the one in Italy on her actual birthday, we woke up in Sicily. She was like, "You didn't give me a gift." <laughs> and I was like, and then I, I remember talking to my dad, and my dad's like, "Yeah, it's ridiculous, but I could have told you she was going to get pissed. You should have yeah, just yeah. got her anything, dude. You should have gotten her anything." And now this year's gift. I, for the first time, I was so thoughtful and I did something. I pre-ordered it and it came and it arrived. And what it was, was, because it already came out, what it was, was, is if it's like this frame that had the exact location of the, on like a map of where we met. We, oh, met nice. at this, we met at this place called Place to Beach and it said like the frame and I, you know, you know, uh, uh, personalize it, whatever. And then I didn't realize that on the computer, because it just told you to put in like the cross streets, it says Place to Beach, but the pin is in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> there Chicago? No, but it was just like the streets that it was on, like, you know, West 58th Street or whatever, yeah. wherever the place the beach was. And I'm like, she was like looking and she was like, oh, but the avenues, it's not, wasn't it in Coney Island? I was like, yeah. And then I, I didn't even think to look. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's in the city of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let me be honest. I love Nutrafol. Nutrafol has helped several of my friends. My hair is not necessarily thinning. It does look like it's been scared by several ghosts and specters. But no, it's not thinning. But I have friends. I have a bunch of friends that have suffered with thinning hair. And they went straight to Nutrafol. And it has helped them. Because guys, you do not. Contrary to popular belief, you don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. 
because Nutrafol provides a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair, no drugs, no compromises, just better hair. Guys, it's not inevitable. Not Losing your hair is not inevitable. We can do something about it. Science, science. Take control of your hair's future with Nutrafol's science-backed hair growth supplement for men. Did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? 80%. It's normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. You can get ahead of thinning with Nutrafol. Men, are you tired of weakening or thinning hair? I am. It's, it's, that's the real... That's the real struggle. Do you want to reach your full hair potential? Leading hair growth supplement, Nutrafol, helps improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Take the first step to visibly healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code CHAOS. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men. N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com and, and slash men and enter promo code chaos. That's Nutrafol.com slash men, promo code chaos. That's unbelievable. I This was the first year that I actually asked for something. What'd you ask for? Uh, I asked for a sewing machine. In? Wow. Yeah, dude. Why? I, I don't know. I saw this one dude on TikTok make his own outfit, and I was like, that's going to be my whole personality. I love, that, I love that you asked for the same thing a Romanian grandmother asked for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make my son clothing I need to for sew flags for Ukraine. <laughs> For the front line. Yeah. Uh, I just want, I, yeah, I just saw this thing and I, I sewed this one thing by hand for my son, like a, like a sword carrier or right. whatever, like a thing. And it was pretty meditative. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I actually asked for a gift too from, from my mom and jazz. I asked for luggage. I'm sick and tired. And I told Tommy this, who we were traveling I'm, I feel my luggage and the way that I travel in airports is a bit immature. It's a bit adolescent. Mm. And I want to upgrade my luggage. I want to get like a nice leather book bag instead okay. of like a toothpaste stained Adidas bag, which <laughs> yeah. is very functional and good. And a nice like roll away bag. And from now on, even though I want to be comfortable on flights, I want to start seeing what it feels like. I want to go get to the airport in like nice jeans, shoes, and like a blazer and look presentable traveling. Interesting. I want to start to travel professionally. Do you know what I was thinking about doing? So even even going, not, not trying to one-up at all, I was considering wearing a suit on the plane. Right. Like just to go full fucking old school, maybe even just tap a pack of cigarettes just to, yeah. you know, not light it to get, <laughs> put on a no-fly list, but just like that old uh, old vibe of a plane. Because, you know, you see it, everybody talks about like Vegas and how more access has opened it up to just cretins. Yeah. And everybody used to be dressed really nice for Vegas, same for the planes yeah. and all this stuff. I would like to try to reintegrate just for myself a bit of class and some things to see if it elevates how I feel about myself. Well, it will. That's the thing. It will. I've been doing a little bit of experiment. I used to just be like, oh, just get to the gym. Put whatever on clothes mm. you want in the gym. But, you know, I've invested and bought like some Lululemon. Which is, <laughs> Matching sets like yeah. an L.A. girl. <laughs> yeah. But like when I'm working out in like my Lululemon like tailor gym pants, I get a better workout because I feel like I look more like an athlete even though I don't right. as opposed to just wearing a pair of oversized shorts and, you know, one of my night shirts from Christmas 1998. <laughs> I never get a good workout because when I look in the mirror, I don't look good. But Lululemon yeah. or whatever clothing company you want, if it fits good, 
then you work out better because your mind says, oh, I'm in better shape than I actually am. And I'm really trying to pay attention to that. So there's times when I feel like a schlub on the airline, and then I take that into the energy of the of the show. Mm-hmm. Know what I did? I started doing the because uh, I started doing the similar thing, and I like how Conor McGregor tucks in his sweatpants to his socks. Yes, and that's how he works out, and it shows off his fucking thigh definition and just <sighs> his juicy, meaty mule. He's an Irish guy that has just an absolute. Hammer of Hammer a cock. Hammer of a cock. And Conor McGregor, if you're listening, please listen to our episode next week. I think you'll find it really I, good. I, I think you'll love it. Yes. It'll remind you of home. But uh, but it, it, seeing that and feeling that, like almost even if it's a placebo, because I'm looking at the same fucking idiot in the, in the mirror, yeah. so nothing's changed. But wearing that stuff and kind of walking around with a bit more animal, a bit more confidence right. and ready to throw weight around, right. it does change your entire approach to the workout. I got to be honest with you. I feel pretty good in the outfits um, outfit I'm wearing right now. I've, I would, uh, I at least like you look good in the hood. Doesn't you look like you look good in the hood? You you look amazing. Yeah. You know how some, you know how some parents like stage a scene where they set up the gifts mm-hmm. the Christmas Eve, right? You, like like you know like Jasmine will wake up the kids and like yes. they'll see Santa. What if you're wearing that? Oh. And setting up the gifts. That'd be like a little missed out fire moment yeah. for myself. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> he just sees me pissing standing up. Mrs. Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. That's I would love, because honestly, if I came down like this, like, I want to ask you a question. Are we at a point in society where this even deserves an explanation? Or can I just say, this is how daddy feels today? I think personally and this is what I that that's wear. fine. And that's, I think, the message to the kids is be who you want to be. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Be comfortable. I mean, there's there's no way you could be uncomfortable in this material. It feels unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, just, you know, no explanation, no nothing. How about this? I forgot to tell you this, Tommy. On our flight home from Denver, I was sitting, you know, up first class, right? And I was sitting there and and you go, the guy sitting next to me, the flight attendant, she was pretty, pretty Asian woman. And she goes, um, she says to the guy next to me, she goes, oh, would you like anything? This was like, you know, halfway into the flight. She goes, would you like anything else to drink? He goes, no. And I didn't expect this at all. He goes, no, but I'd love to take you out for a drink when we land in New York. And I was wow. like, wow, power move. That's wild. And she was like, oh, she was like, I'm flattered. She goes, but I'm a lesbian. And then I was like, and what was he going to say now? And, and then goes, you two high-fived each other. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> right in their face. And then he goes, I'd love to join you and your wife for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, this guy's awesome. And then she gave him her phone number. No shit. Because of just sheer audacity and audacity. Yeah. And that's what made me think of it. It was like, if you're just confident, like I feel confident right now. Then be, you know, yeah. Who, why do I have to explain to my kids what I'm doing? I'm like, just follow daddy's confidence. That guy must have read Barack Obama's The Audacity of Hope because he had it. He shot his shot and he fucking got there. Yes. I love that. It is part of it, though, right? Where it's like, who knows what happens? Who knows if the two of them get drunk one night and they're like, ah, maybe let's try out some flesh dick once. Yeah. Let's try it, out. There's, try it a, out. there's a human being attached to it. We have a number. Let's call him up. Let's see what's what. Yeah. You don't know that unless you put your your name in the game. Yeah. You make miss 100. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. There's a little basketball reference because we're coming to you live from Slam Magazine. For now. For now. For now. We'll see how long they can keep this up because they told us. We, have, we understand the content of Chrissy Chaos. Just say you're coming to you live from Slam Magazine every episode and you have our studio. Well, we'll see what the lawyers say. <laughs> Mary. I, hope, I hope they like a perfect peach sweat stain on this chair because yes. that's what they're about to get. All right, guys. Listen, Merry Christmas. Merry I hope, Christmas. I hope it was a merry one for you, even if a family member died at the table. I hope that... Just know that the year's almost over. Even if you had a massive tragedy today. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the gift you always wanted. Yes, and just know that you have about five days and then the year's over. 
Yeah. And, and then, then it's cold for no reason. Stay with us here next week, next New Year's Eve. Stay with next New Year's Day. Be with us because we will be coming to you live from Dublin, Ireland. One of our favorite episodes. Um, the motherland. Yeah, we're starting off 2024 in another country. <laughs> um, and we're really getting a chance to show off our schizophrenia. I think it's going to be good. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Even you, Mohammed. Merry Christmas. <laughs>